It's time to mind your business with me, Jamila Lodge. Tune in to find out how to mind your business with BEDC, special guest entrepreneurs, industry experts, and more. Brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here. Welcome, Siobhan. Thank you. Uh, thank you for joining me here on Mind Your Business. And today we're going to be talking to you about your role as the Assistant Commissioner for the Office of the Privacy, the Privacy Office? The Office of the Privacy Commissioner, Commissioner for Bermuda. For Bermuda. Yes. Okay. So before we do that, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, at the core, I'm a, a mom, yeah. a wife, a daughter, a sister, a friend. But I also, of course, wear the hat of um, Assistant Commissioner for Engagement and Policy. Um, and so I'm the head of the Policy and Engagement Unit at the Office of the Privacy Commissioner's Office. Well, the Office, office. of the Privacy Commissioner. I know, it's, it's a mouthful, it's sort of a mouthful right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but outside of that, um, design thinking, I'm a practitioner. I believe people first. Um, and that's been a common theme throughout my entire career, if mm -hmm. that makes sense. Uh, as well as um, I'm a big advocate um, um, on uh, DEI as well as transparency and fairness with emerging and future technologies. Okay, what's DEI? So diversity, um, inclusion, okay. and equity. Okay. You know, especially because of this space that I'm so passionate about with technology, right. that's really important to lean on. So it's interesting because now you work for the Office of the Privacy Commissioner, but we met yes. when you had your own entrepreneurial endeavor. Mm -hmm. Um, but it was still in the privacy and technology. So can you talk a little bit about the difference? What's the difference between working for the Office of the Privacy Commissioner and when you were running your own uh, entity? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, to be fair, because, again, it's um, you know, sort of a um, lateral um, move yeah. in terms of um, the content, you know, what I talk about and what I've been doing. So mm -hmm. training, um, consultation, coaching, and things of that sort is still the same. Yeah. I think the biggest and exciting part of it is when you're running a business, you always have that overhead mm -hmm. thought about keeping your business afloat. That's right. Um, where when you're working um, for a public entity, mm -hmm. you know, you can put your focus again on the people. Right. And so that's what I've been able to do okay. now that I've come into this public service role. Okay. But it's still the same, right? Like the content. So you oh, still yeah. get to utilize those things that you mentioned in your intro mm -hmm. about what you're passionate about, diversity and inclusion and Absolutely. all that, and people. Absolutely. And CTLC um, was built on consultancy. Mm. So it was always the vision that Tahir and I had yeah. that we would not stop growing ourselves. Right. And so this move was, you know, something that could have happened on either side. Right. You know, she could have moved into something yeah. um, so that she could continue to expand her reach with cybersecurity and so you know I saw this as an opportunity yeah. to give more in data protection and privacy and you know we need it here in Bermuda so <laughs> I'm enjoying it it's good so talk to me a little bit about the role that you play like what is it that you do so um, coming into a startup whether yeah. it's you know your own private business right. or a uh, non-ministry uh, um, type of entity mm -hmm. um, you're always going to have to pull your sleeves up mm -hmm. and kind of dig in yeah. whatever needs to be done you get it done mm -hmm. so for the first six months of my time in the role it's been a lot about uh, creating um, what engagement looks like mm -hmm. for the organization mm -hmm. uh, so you know I do a lot when it comes 
comes to guidance mm-hmm. and um, you know creating training mm-hmm. and training um, for Privecom is different to training that would have been delivered when I was with TLC. Is it? Because, oh yeah, because TLC would be looking more at the practical. How do you do certain things? Right. Training in terms of that. Right. But um, as a regulatory authority, we lean more on training about the application of the of, of privacy and security in general. So okay. um, a lot of the training are things like supporting vulnerable with privacy best practices. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a training coming up in September okay. that's on leveraging Bermuda's cultural norms with privacy best practices. Okay. So a lot of people now, I think, have a good understanding or they're gaining some level of understanding on privacy and Thanks security. Thanks to you guys. Well, I mean, there are other people that have been doing good work yeah. in the community. Yeah. But, um, you know, people are starting to wrap their head around it. Um, a lot of people know much more yeah. than they did years ago. Yeah. And so singing the same song about just Piper yeah. is not going to uh, ring the same with everyone. Right. But what actually works really well is just making it about the conversation. How does that look in the day-to-day, which yeah. is what privacy is really about? Okay, and I think it does help because for so long we've been kind of talking about this. We've had Alex White, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, the privacy commissioner on Mind Your Business as well to sure. talk about Piper and what, when it's coming. And it's always been like this thing that's looming over here. Yeah. We see it, yes. but it's not it's here, not here yet. yet. <laughs> so, it's the million dollar question, exactly, right? <laughs> exactly. And so yeah. I think now as it moves closer, as it becomes more uh, of a, re- a reality mm. um, and you have new roles mm-hmm. like yourself yeah. um, to actually engage with the public and help them to understand what um, it's going to look like for them. I think it's 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 really good yeah. and it's important for our stakeholders who are small business Absolutely. owners to understand what's required. Mm-hmm. So does your outreach include them? Of course. Okay. It includes the entire community. Um, so we've done work with small, you know, SMEs. Mm-hmm. We've worked with nonprofit as well as with, you know, the corporate sector. Okay. Um, because again, you know, we're we're uh, we're we're not government. We're an independent right. um, entity that's there to support the community. But I want to make a, a point really quickly, okay. and that is that um, I like to kind of take the conversation away from Piper. Mm-hmm. Um, now we've been singing again, singing that song for a bit of time. Yes. Um, it's ringing everyone's head. <laughs> And if anything, it might even cause a little bit of anxiety not Mm -hmm. knowing when. What's more important to me is that privacy and security is embedded in your business, whether Piper is in operation or not. And so a lot of, again, the training, the coaching, the um, support that we offer is not geared to the regulation. It's geared to privacy and security. Exactly. Because no matter what what size business, what type of business, what sector, Mm -hmm. privacy and security are just as important as everything else, your your accounting yeah. functions, your legal functions, you have to think about privacy and security now. So talk to me a little bit, because I like to keep it, you know, let's talk in layman's terms. Mm-hmm. Like when we talk about privacy and security for the stakeholders that we serve, like mm-hmm. our small businesses, what do you mean when it comes to that? Mm-hmm. And that's a good question mm-hmm. because privacy, if you you look, if you really look at privacy, yeah. there are so many different types, yes. right? So, of course, we our, our interest is information privacy, okay. particularly personal information and sensitive personal information. Um, a, a, a clear difference between PETI and PIPA, that's a question that's often asked. Right, right. Um, PETI is an acronym for person, I'm sorry, public access mm-hmm. to information. Mm-hmm. Um, PIPA is 
is Personal Information Protection Act. So when you're thinking again about the day-to-day -day, um, functions mm -hmm. of managing information, that's where Piper comes into play. Right. So um, you know whether you're from collecting information, and that could be, of course, online. Yes. Um, uh, it could be in person. It could be over the phone. Um, it could be at an event. Mm -hmm. When you're collecting information, you really have to think about now, how are you safeguarding it? Where is that information? Right. How long are you keeping it for? Who has access to it? Um, I, I, I like to talk about the art of reciprocity mm -hmm. um, when I'm talking sort of in layman terms, mm -hmm. right? So when you think about how you want your information to be protected... Right. If you really put that into context, you can understand why every client and every staff member deserves the same thing. Right. And so really it's about considering how would I want my data to be collected, mm -hmm. my information to be collected by another entity, mm -hmm. and what can I put in place to make sure that my business, that my business, you know, my clients, again, my staff, mm -hmm. any stakeholders, that their information is protected the same. And so your organization supports stakeholders with the how-tos of how to do that because I think people are thinking they're doing the right thing but they're not if I use the example with COVID and all the restaurants and stuff you know for contact tracing you had to leave your name and your telephone number on the clipboard in the front where everybody can see when you see right so like in my mind the little that I know about um, protecting customers information I'm thinking well that that doesn't, that doesn't seem sound right, right. <laughs> But, and you're right. <laughs> but in the in the defense of the restaurateurs, they are doing what they've been mandated to do. Mm -hmm. But is there another way? Is there a better way that they should have been doing that? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, do you provide those? Okay, yeah, collect the information, but perhaps do it this way. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So again. We're not stopping uh, many entities from doing what they do, right. if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It is a matter of being creative, thinking outside the box sometimes of how to do it. So it's not, re it's not a sacrifice okay. of people's personal information, right. privacy, right. just so that you can do your business and vice versa. Right. You see what I mean? Right, right. So there is a way that we can kind of leverage what organizations need to do mm -hmm. to do their business mm -hmm. with um, best practices and um, also creative ways again um, when you think about design thinking methodology is again about trying on solutions right. and if it doesn't work you, you try another one up. and yep. that's the great thing about that's very it very entrepreneurial of course, of course. <laughs> you have to be that yeah. be that way in this stand you have to be agile yeah um, all the time to yep. be fair in this day and age and so again yes it's about how do you do those things mm -hmm. and so uh, the trainings you know supporting vulnerable individuals, um, leveraging the norms with privacy best practices, that's what it's really focused on. Okay. Not so much, what does Piper say? But right. more so, how do I do that? What yes. does that look like? Yes, the practical mm -hmm. implementation. How do you actually do some of the things? Yeah. And I think people when they get to see it and feel it, it sinks in it better, yeah. right? Than yeah. just sitting and you're listening to the you know, all the terms, mm -hmm. all the acronyms. Mm -hmm. You're like, if I, it's one more I like acronym. To say Charlie Brown's teacher, wop 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 wop. It's just you know exactly. you lost the person a long exactly. time ago. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I do think, especially when it comes to something so serious mm -hmm. like privacy and cybersecurity, yeah. we have to figure out a way to make it digestible of for the average 
person, of like, course, you know, and in our course. case, the average business owner. So I'm so happy to hear that you're going to be having these workshops and seminars. Mm-hmm. So the one in September, again, is going to be focused on what? So that's on culture, cultural okay. norms. Um, all of um, the sessions, to be transparent, yeah. are already booked up. Okay. But what we offer oh, yes. is, no, 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 no. <laughs> we offer private sessions okay. free of charge okay. to entities. Okay. So if you have at least, you know, five to ten people and more, you know, but for some of those sessions, many of them, we like to keep them pretty small, about okay. 20 people. We're more than happy to offer a few sessions okay. as opposed to just one. Um, and, you know, some of them are, are two-hour sessions because it's very interactive, very hands-on. And then some of them are more of an hour, um, just sort of a quick um, understanding of what's what. We also have um, our um, our online training. Okay. Um, it's a very uh, basic course, Piper and Privacy 101. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that one is like a micro course. Okay. It's pretty easy to complete. It gives a good understanding of privacy and Piper. It's led by Alex, the um, privacy yeah. commissioner. So it's always nice to see his face yeah. talking about um, privacy. Um, and then, you know, we have, again, coaching sessions, consultations that can help individuals. So again, when you attend our training, it's not necessarily going to be an immediate, I can now go and put that in place right, right. away. Right. It's going to get your juices going. It's yeah. going to start having you think about privacy because it's not a one-size-fits-all. So what is your recommendation to someone, like you said, who's taking the course? They know they need to step their game up mm-hmm. and put some things in place mm-hmm. um, to protect their clients' information and their own information. What what would be that process be? So I've gone to the, the, the seminar mm-hmm. or the webinar, I've looked sure. online, done the one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Now what? Like mm-hmm. what, what's next? I mean, in this space, you can never stop learning. Okay. It's constant. Um, in, in the span of just a few years, over 150 jurisdictions have put data protection and privacy regulation in place. Mm-hmm. So there is always something to learn. Okay. Um, I encourage uh, the, the, the thought process of holistic data protection. So that encompasses um, privacy, data protection, and cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. Privacy, you think more of the legalities. Data protection, you think of the practicalities. Yeah. And then cybersecurity. Security, you're thinking more of the security side of things. Okay. And so you can't really have one. You can they, they do stand alone, but there's overlap. Right. So it's smart to embed sort of that thought of holism, you know, when you're thinking about um, putting your privacy program in place. So continuing to learn, looking for more outlets to learn more about data protection. Right. Um, you really, as a first step, need to think about what type of information do I have in general? Right. How much information do I have that falls under the personal information category and how much falls under sensitive. You want to think about who your audience is, how many vulnerable people, what are the categories of those vulnerable Mm -hmm. people. I just want to stop you to define the vulnerable people. I knew you were going to say that. Because I'm like, so so people know what you're talking about when you say that. Absolutely. And you know what? Often when you talk about vulnerable, all of us are vulnerable to some extent, right? But I'm talking about people who can't necessarily advocate for themselves, where there's an imbalance of power, um, in some situations, so an employee could be a vulnerable person okay. because they want their job. Right, right. <laughs> um, right. If you have employees um, that you know are not um, legally working, um, you know, particularly you, you know when you're talking about uh, decisions around consent, mm. it makes it difficult when you really need that job. Right. When you're talking about children. 
um, and the legal age of consent for information sharing in Bermuda is the tender age of 14. Mm. Think about how much, how many decisions are young, people younger than 14 making yeah, online. That's right. I have two-year-old twin nieces. I give they, they, they want your phone yeah. so that they can look online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're that smart. Yeah. But they swipe away the ads yeah. and they, they do things. So I was just talking to a parent the other day and I was encouraging her um, to start embedding sort of age-appropriate yes. training around privacy to her children. Just as that they can so start. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Because you wouldn't you wouldn't think I mean you put the parental controls mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. and you t- take off the YouTube on the iPads and all yeah. that kind of stuff, but actually having that conversation yeah. right yeah. with your your children i don't think we ever really thought about no, it's it it's like true that. i mean think about you know if the camera comes on yeah by mistake right do you need them to turn that off right away or do you need them to tell you that somebody has asked for them to put their camera on right um if you don't talk to them how would they know right. they're kind of navigating the cyber world on their own yeah and you know we often talk about bermuda as another world mm-hmm. well as soon as we enter cyberspace we're no longer okay another we with everybody else <laughs> and we embrace globalization yes. in every way we learn online we work mm-hmm. online you know we shop online yes. we have international business we have hospitality mm-hmm. we no longer can we hide behind Bermuda is another world That's we right. have to be thinking with a big picture mentality yeah yeah absolutely so right. yeah I mean knowing your data is mm-hmm. paramount you have to have at the very bare minimum you have to have a privacy officer in place mm-hmm. under Piper's uh, mandate um, but what the world is seeing as we continue to evolve in the data protection space mm-hmm. is one person can't do it all. It's a lot of work, yeah. especially a lot of people are trying to combine that with their job, yes. their existing and job. I, and I would say <laughs> that that would be the case for a lot of our stakeholders, of right? And that's why I wanted to mention it. Yeah. yeah. Because it's very easy to say, do you know what? I'll just do that. Yeah. But unfortunately, though we may think privacy and data protection is common sense, and easy, just from experience offering courses, Mm -hmm. the amount of people that have been shocked to see that there's so much more Mm -hmm. than you thought. And I'm one of those people, okay? Because I took your course, and and I was just like, oh, what now? What? It's a lot. But look at how empowered you feel now. You're not going to remember everything that we talked about, Jamila, but but you know enough to at least advocate for yourself, to know that them asking you for your information at a restaurant right. on a clipboard where it, you could see that Siobhan Joe was there right. before you that's is right. inappropriate. Yeah. There are many things that a restaurant can do. Mm-hmm. Whether, I mean, tablets, they're using tablets to take your order yeah, nowadays. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. put the person's information in the tablet. Right. That way, the next person doesn't see it. Right. If you are using sort of a manual process, mm-hmm. fold over the page. At yeah. the bare minimum, yeah. you could do that yeah. so that yeah. people cannot see who was there before right. them. Right. So there are little things that you can start thinking outside the box. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to do it all, at all um, on your own. Mm-hmm. Again, we that's, offer... Yeah, that's what I was going to ask because mm-hmm. I know we're always encouraging our, our stakeholders, our, our entrepreneurs. It's like know what you know, mm-hmm. be good at what you know, yes. but then recognize when, when you, you don't do. know something right. and you seek out the support as needed to get what you need to, Absolutely. to get it done. So in this instance, yeah. you're saying your office. Yeah, I mean, right a, now a it's free of charge. We yeah. don't know if it's always going to be a free, like, free service. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Every
everything that I'm talking about today, yeah. Jamila, is absolutely free. The training, the consultation, the coaching, it's all free. Right. Privacy careers. Some people are now thinking, hey, maybe I want to go into a privacy career. The boom industry, as Alex talks about. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Those well, conversations. We're going to need them, right? If you're saying that the individual can't be the business owner and mm -hmm. the marketing manager and the privacy they officer, then all. they're going to have to identify someone exactly. to fulfill this role, exactly. right? So you might have a privacy officer. Mm -hmm. You might have a privacy lead or mm -hmm. several privacy leads. Mm -hmm. You might have a privacy champion. Mm -hmm. And so their role may be to be the ear, the voice from the bottom up, you know, or they could be the top down because a champion could be C-suite or it could be, you know, anyone right. in an organization. So really thinking about the structure of your privacy team okay. and your privacy program. What needs to go into your privacy program? Because right. every entity would look a bit different. Yeah, it would do. Mm -hmm. But the fact that I, I think what's important to share is that it is necessary mm -hmm. to identify someone oh, yeah. or an organization that oh, can yeah. support you. Yes. And in my mind, that's what I... I think the same way people like outsource maybe their marketing mm -hmm. or their IT mm -hmm. or their um, their accounting. Yeah. In my mind, I would say that they would be outsourcing their they can. privacy. They can do. Okay. Piper allows for um, multiple entities to have to share a privacy officer. It also allows for um, an officer to outsource their functionality. What you cannot outsource, though, is the responsibility and the accountability for privacy and security. So okay. you can pass on the, the um, functions of the privacy officer, you know, if it's um, uh, supporting with access requests and mm -hmm. things like that or helping with your policies and procedures, which right. is another top thing. If it was three, yeah. it would be privacy officer, okay. know your information, and make sure that you have reviewed policies, procedures, mm -hmm. or you've embedded privacy and data protection in your new policies and procedures. Those okay. are really important. And is there do. a template for that? The thing is, there are templates that exist, okay. but templates aren't always the best fit for an entity. You have to be very careful. What what one entity, um, what, what is important or right. what fits what the culture right. Right, right. of one entity may not be a perfect ma match to your organization. Right. And so really um, making sure that it aligns and that you've gone through, combed through it, made the tweaks and all of that is so, so important. So example, I'm a business. I know I need to do this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to identify a privacy officer. Mm -hmm. I have this template. Mm -hmm. Can I bring it to you sure can. Your office and be like, this is what I do. I've identified this is the information that needs to be protected. Yeah. Can I utilize this template or what changes need to be made? Absolutely. Okay. You can find a template. You can get in touch. Uh, you can book a consultation. We can go through it. Um, you know, I can send you away and you can come back and right. we can take another look. Okay. We also have something really special called the Pink Sandbox Initiative. Mm -hmm. And that's for entities um, to work very closely with us. It's really about uh, getting us involved early in the process. So mm -hmm. as you're thinking about building your program or, you know, you can never be prepared for every scenario or situation right. with privacy and security. So true. as those things come up, yeah. you can reach out and we can provide a bit of support and guidance. Okay. Um, so that is something that entities are now starting to take advantage of. You can imagine we can't take everyone. Right. So there is an application and then we look to see how, you know, how we can support. Okay. And then we go ahead and, and work directly with the entity. And is the application online? Or the application okay. is online. Okay. Um, another tool that's super useful 
and online and free of charge and was only launched yesterday. Oh, well, look at that. <laughs> is our privacy rights best practice guidance handbook tool. Perfect. You can go on there. There are a bunch of different um, privacy uh, situations, mm -hmm. uh, whether it's informing individuals or um, dealing with erasure and different things like that. Um, we've got sort of best practice. It's only three, point, three to four points, so it's mm -hmm. very easy to follow. Mm -hmm. um, there's an accountability check with one to three questions. Okay. So you can see, you know, am I on the right track yeah, towards that, compliance? I think that would be a valuable resource, mm -hmm. you know, because I think the issue is, like you said, you don't, it seems so like... Broad. And, yeah, yeah, broad. And it's like so much information, you yeah. don't know where to start. So yeah. to have that as a, a guide mm -hmm. to kind of tell you, okay, these are the steps that you need mm -hmm. to take. I think it, it's perfect. Yeah. And you know how my unit is about engagement. Yeah. That's because it's really important for Privecom to develop a relationship mm -hmm. with entities. Mm -hmm. It is very broad. You're absolutely right. Yeah. There's so much to talk about. An hour is just not enough. Right. Um, there's so much to learn. I mean, one course is just not enough. That's right. So don't try to go at it on your own. That's my point. Mm -hmm. We are there to help you along the way. Right. So as you're building, as you're developing, as you're wrapping your head around things, you can be in touch with us and we can be helping you along the way. Okay. Um, the same on the other side in terms of individuals that may have concerns about things happening in the community. So okay. I have to mention that. Yeah, that's a good point because, of course, I'm thinking <laughs> uh -huh. from the business owner yeah. standpoint. Yeah. But then there's also someone, like mm -hmm. you mentioned, vulnerable people. Mm -hmm. How do, if I feel like I've been taken advantage of or my information has been compromised like what next absolutely yeah so best practice would be to first approach the organization okay and see if they can you know um, solve the issue or at least make you feel a little bit more secure mm -hmm. and um, make sure that that trust with the entity um, is still you know concrete mm -hmm. you know um, but when you're not satisfied and you feel like maybe your voice isn't heard mm -hmm. hasn't been heard mm -hmm. you can reach out to um, to the privacy commissioner's office now at the moment of course um, um, you know, we have uh, certain powers we have in place um, mm -hmm. under Piper 10, I call it affectionately. Okay. So Piper is not in full operation, yeah. as we've discussed. Yeah. But there are 10 parts that are. Those 10 parts have to do with the appointment of the privacy commissioner, mm -hmm. the recruitment of his team. And today we actually welcome uh, Tiara Webb. She's just joined oh, my awesome. unit. Okay. I don't know if you know Tiara. Yes, I know uh -huh. Tiara. She's just joined uh, the engagement unit okay. as our um, marketing and engagement officer. Awesome. So we're building, we're growing our um, office. Yeah. So, um, of course, that's the recruitment of the office, um, officers, mm -hmm. as well as, um, so, uh, I had a senior moment. So, <laughs> the other 10. Um, and, and, yeah, yeah. Yes, and um, also the powers of the privacy commissioner's okay. office. Um, so, at the moment, you know, we don't hand out orders and notices right. to entities, but we can advocate on behalf of individuals right. and organizations. Okay. So you can get in touch with your concern and we can then get in touch with that entity. I call it a 360 manage, um, con concerns management process. Mm -hmm. So for us, it's about learning what the issue is, getting enough information about it, mm -hmm. speaking to that entity, giving them tips and guidance yeah. on how to deal with this type yeah. of situation. And in the end, we'll feedback sort of what we've done so that the individual can again keep their trust in the organization. Bermuda's too small, you know, Jamila. Sure we can't is. have people going around no. blacklisting organizations. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. 
Yeah, so we, we want to try to avoid it. You know, we are the friendly organization yeah, that's trying to make sure that people are empowered yeah. and organizations are supported and empowered to protect people's information. Because, I mean, I think we want to operate from the basis is no one is on purpose yeah. trying to... Uh, 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 infringe upon your privacy mm -hmm. or your personal information. But we want to believe that. Yes, we want we to believe that. We do have some scenarios which we will cover during oh. the leveraging Bermuda's <laughs> Laws. <laughs> of course, you know, you have yeah. situation. Bermuda is so small. It is. You can make a call to a company and say, hi, you know, I'm so-and-so's daughter. Can you give me all of my information? And, inform and you get, get it, it all. all. You could call someone and, you know, based on who you know, um, my son's father hasn't paid child support yeah. you know does he still work there yeah. you know bermuda has sort of that familiar <laughs> that, that, that's what i would say it's like a half a degree of separation uh -huh. in bermuda so uh -huh. it's very difficult yeah so when i'm saying i don't think we do it on purpose it's just mm -hmm. like you said the cultural norms that's, that's right. what we've been used to that's doing right. It's funny, and my son is getting ready to go to university, oh, right? Wow. University of Southampton. Is that the, grin already? Oh, girl, girl, girl. <laughs> I don't know what. So anyway, he's going, and so I just reached out and said, "Can you provide me a list of hotels in the area that we can?" They were like, "We cannot disclose anything. Mm. We cannot tell you. We cannot." Um, a, approve or deny that this person even attends the school. Mm -hmm. I said, mm -hmm. I cannot ask you for all, but yeah. they take it serious they do. over in the UK. They are yeah. not giving you any information Listen, about anything. There are some jurisdictions that, and, and most of them that now, like I said, we've yeah. got over 150. So whilst we can sit there and um, Piper yeah. is not in full operation, small businesses need to consider that GDPR is, is. you know, um, LGPD in Brazil, yeah. it is. Um, you know, Canada, you know, is, is a lead yeah. when it comes to data protection. Yeah. Very um, forward thinking in that space. A across Asia as well, mm -hmm. we've got a number of, juristic um, of jurisdictions with data protection regimes in place, mm -hmm. and they are quite strict. Many of them also include what's called extraterritoriality or yeah. extraterritorial scope or reach. Mm -hmm. And that means that if you are a resident in that country mm -hmm. and you are visiting Bermuda, and uh, um, your information is protected under I their regulation right. and so they can exercise some of their rights that are um, under that regulation mm -hmm. while they may be here in Bermuda mm -hmm. um, they may also if they have a concern they could report it to their um, to their you know uh, supervisory authority or their regulatory body in their country um, that will likely get in touch with our office at yeah. Come, and that's how you have that again extra Reality. There's a lot of work. It's not fully developed yeah. in terms of that yeah. on an international scale. Yeah. But it's something that people here in Bermuda and entities, particularly small ones, need to be mindful of. Listen, if y'all don't know, now you know. She knows her stuff. <laughs> um, I wish we had more time to go into everything, but I think today you have kind of encapsulated what your office does what you do and the role that you play and i think it's good to know that you have tools in place that can be found on the website to help and support the stakeholders that we serve that i think is huge yeah right and, and that's something that again we've developed over the past six months mm -hmm. will continue to grow and that's what i ask of the community yeah. that you recognize that this is a startup just like the smes yes. that you know the small businesses yes. here they're building we are building at privecom yeah. and so you know there are teething pains there are you know things that we will be learning mm -hmm. along the way mm -hmm. and so we want to grow with the community yeah and so i don't want the community you know particularly 
particularly businesses, uh, to feel as if they have to have everything perfect right. and in place. It's about growing and developing and utilizing the tools and resources available. So, Siobhan, what is the website and what is like the email address or anything like that that they need to contact to get more information? Sure, sure. The website is privacy.bm, so www.privacy.bm. Okay. There you'll find the, um, the micro course, mm -hmm. so you can do that. You'll get a badge once okay. you complete the course. You like a little badge. Of course. <laughs> you'll also see some of the courses that are coming up. Again, all the training events are all um, full at the moment. They've okay. all been booked up, but that doesn't mean we can't do it privately right. for your organization. And we're more than happy to offer it through BEDC for yes, your stakeholders as right. well. Okay, perfect. Um, and then also you can book coaching, consultation, all of that under services on our website. Okay. The email to get in touch uh, with engagement is engagement at privacy.bm. And we'll be more than happy to support. Well, look at that. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. We minded a lot of business today. Uh -huh, yeah. <laughs> And I have to say, because if you don't mind your business, mm -hmm. who will? Who will? Absolutely. Okay. And protect your business. Well, okay. <laughs> well said. You heard it right here. <laughs> Thank, Thank you so you. much for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. All right. All right. Thanks for tuning in to Mind Your Business with me, your host, Jamila Lodge. Tune in next week, Thursday at 4 p.m. Because if you don't mind your business, who will? Mind Your Business is brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here.